Section 20 of The Douay Reims New Testament. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Section 20. Second Timothy, Chapter 3. The Character of Heretics of Latter Days. He exhorts Timothy to constancy of the great prophet of the knowledge of the scriptures. Know also this, that in the last days shall come dangerous times. Men shall be lovers of themselves, covetous, haughty, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, wicked, without affection, without peace, slanderers, incontinent, unmerciful, without kindness, traitors, stubborn, puffed up, and lovers of pleasure more than of God, having an appearance indeed of godliness, but denying the power thereof. Now these avoid. For of these sort are they who creep into houses, and lead captive silly women, laden with sins, who are led away with diverse desires ever learning and never attaining to the knowledge of the truth now as janes and mumbres resisted moses so these also resist the truth men corrupted in mind reprobate concerning the faith footnote janes and mumbres the magicians of king pharaoh and a footnote but they shall proceed no farther for their folly shall be manifest to all men as theirs also was but thou hast fully known my doctrine manner of life purpose faith long-suffering love patience persecutions afflictions such as came upon me at antioch at iconium and at lystra what persecutions i endured and out of them all the lord delivered me and all that will live godly in christ jesus shall suffer persecution but evil men and seducers shall grow worse and worse erring and driving into error but continue thou in those things which thou hast learned and which have been committed to thee knowing of whom thou hast learned them and because from thy infancy thou hast known the holy scriptures which can instruct thee to salvation by the faith which is in christ jesus all scripture inspired of god is profitable to teach to reprove to correct to instruct in justice footnote all scripture every part of divine scripture is certainly profitable for all these ends but if we would have the whole rule of christian faith and practice we must not be content with those scriptures which timothy knew from his infancy that is with the old testament alone nor yet with the new testament without taking along with it the traditions of the apostles and the interpretation of the church to which the apostles delivered both the book and the true meaning of it and a footnote that the man of god may be perfect furnished to every good work second timothy chapter four his charge to timothy he tells him of his approaching death and desires him to come to him i charge thee before god and jesus christ who shall judge the living and the dead by his coming and his kingdom preach the word be instant in season out of season reprove and treat rebuke in all patience and doctrine for there shall be a time when they will not endure sound doctrine but according to their own desires they will heap to themselves teachers having itching ears and will indeed turn away their hearing from the truth but will be turned unto fables but be thou vigilant labor in all things do the work of an evangelist fulfill thy ministry be sober footnote an evangelist a diligent preacher of the gospel and a footnote for i am even now ready to be sacrificed and the time of my dissolution is at hand 
i have fought a good fight i have finished my course i have kept the faith as to the rest there is laid up for me a crown of justice which the lord the just judge will render to me in that day and not only to me but to them also that love his coming make haste to come to me quickly for demas hath left me loving this world and is gone to thessalonica crescens into galatia titus into dalmatia only luke is with me take mark and bring him with thee for he is profitable to me for the ministry but tychicus i have sent to ephesus the cloak that i left at troas with carpus when thou comest bring with thee and the books especially the parchments alexander the coppersmith hath done me much evil the lord will reward him according to his works whom do thou also avoid for he hath greatly withstood our words at my first answer no man stood with me but all forsook me may it not be laid to their charge but the lord stood by me and strengthened me that by me the preaching may be accomplished and that all the gentiles may hear and i was delivered out of the mouth of the lion the lord hath delivered me from every evil work and will preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom to whom be glory for ever and ever amen salute prisca and aquila and the household of anisphorus erastus remained at corinth and trophimus i left sick at miletus make haste to come before winter eubulus and pudens and linus and claudia and all the brethren salute thee the lord jesus christ be with thy spirit grace be with you amen the epistle of st paul to titus st paul having preached the faith in the island of crete he ordained his beloved disciple and companion titus bishop and left him there to finish the work which he had begun afterwards the apostle on a journey to nicopolis a city of macedonia wrote this epistle to titus in which he directs him to ordain bishops and priests for the different cities showing him the principal qualities necessary for a bishop he also gives him particular advice for his own conduct to his flock exhorting him to hold to strictness of discipline but seasoned with lenity it was written about thirty-three years after our lord's ascension titus chapter one what kind of men he is to ordain priests some men are to be sharply rebuked paul a servant of god and an apostle of jesus christ according to the faith of the elect of god and the acknowledging of the truth which is according to godliness unto the hope of life everlasting which god who lieth not hath promised before the times of the world but hath in due times manifested his word in preaching which is committed to me according to the commandment of god our saviour to titus my beloved son according to the common faith grace and peace from god the father and from christ jesus our saviour for this cause i left thee in crete that thou shouldest set in order the things that are wanting and shouldest ordain priests in every city as i also appointed thee if any be without crime the husband of one wife having faithful children not accused of riot or unruly for a bishop must be without crime as the steward of god not proud not subject to anger nor given to wine no striker not greedy of filthy lucre but given to hospitality gentle sober just holy continent embracing the faithful word which is according to doctrine that he may be able to exhort in sound doctrine and to convince the gainsayers
for there are also many disobedient vain talkers and seducers especially they who are of the circumcision who must be reproved who subvert whole houses teaching things which they ought not for filthy lucre's sake one of them a prophet of their own said the cretans are always liars evil beasts slothful bellies this testimony is true wherefore rebuke them sharply that they may be sound in the faith not giving heed to jewish fables and commandments of men who turn themselves away from the truth all things are clean to the clean but to them that are defiled and to unbelievers nothing is clean but both their mind and their conscience are defiled they profess that they know god but in their works they deny him being abominable and incredulous and to every good work reprobate titus chapter two how he is to instruct both old and young the duty of servants the christian's rule of life but speak thou the things that become sound doctrine that the aged men be sober chaste prudent sound in faith in love in patience the aged women in like manner in holy attire not false accusers not given to much wine teaching well that they may teach the young women to be wise to love their husbands to love their children to be discreet chaste sober having a care of the house gentle obedient to their husbands that the word of god be not blasphemed young men in like manner exhort that they be sober in all things show thyself an example of good works in doctrine in integrity in gravity the sound word cannot be blamed that he who is on the contrary part may be afraid having no evil to say of us exhort servants to be obedient to their masters in all things pleasing not gainsaying not defrauding but in all things showing good fidelity that they may adorn the doctrine of god our saviour in all things for the grace of god our saviour hath appeared to all men instructing us that denying ungodliness and worldly desires we should live soberly and justly and godly in this world looking for the blessed hope and coming of the glory of the great god and our saviour jesus christ who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and might cleanse to himself a people acceptable a pursuer of good works these things speak and exhort and rebuke with all authority let no man despise thee titus chapter three other instructions and directions for life and doctrine admonish them to be subject to princes and powers to obey at a word to be ready to every good work to speak evil of no man not to be litigious but gentle showing all mildness towards all men for we ourselves also were sometime unwise incredulous erring slaves to divers desires and pleasures living in malice and envy hateful and hating one another but when the goodness and kindness of god our saviour appeared not by the works of justice which we have done but according to his mercy he saved us by the laver of regeneration and renovation of the holy ghost whom he hath poured forth upon us abundantly through jesus christ our saviour that being justified by his grace we may be heirs according to hope of life everlasting it is a faithful saying and these things i will have thee affirm constantly that they who believe in god may be careful to excel in good works these things are good and profitable unto men but avoid foolish questions and genealogies and 
contentions and strivings about the law for they are unprofitable and vain a man that is a heretic after the first and second admonition avoid knowing that he that is such an one is subverted and sinneth being condemned by his own judgment footnote by his own judgment other offenders are judged and cast out of the church by the sentence of the pastors of the same church heretics more unhappy run out of the church of their own accord and by doing so give judgment and sentence against their own souls End of footnote. when i shall send to thee artemis or tychicus make haste to come unto me to nicopolis for there i have determined to winter send forward zenos the lawyer and apollo with care that nothing be wanting to them and let our men also learn to excel in good works for necessary uses that they be not unfruitful all that are with me salute thee salute them that love us in the faith the grace of god be with you all amen the epistle of st paul to philemon philemon a noble citizen of colossa had a servant named onesimus who robbed him and fled to rome where he met st paul who was then a prisoner there the first time the apostle took compassion on him and received him with tenderness and converted him to the faith for he was a gentile before st paul sends him back to his master with this epistle in his favor and though he beseeches philemon to pardon him yet the apostle writes with becoming dignity and authority it contains diverse profitable instructions and points out the charity and humanity that masters should have for their servants philemon chapter one he commends the faith and charity of philemon and sends back to him his fugitive servant whom he had converted in prison paul a prisoner of christ jesus and timothy a brother to philemon our beloved and fellow laborer and to appia our dearest sister and to archibus our fellow soldier and to the church which is in thy house grace to you and peace from god our father and from the lord jesus christ i give thanks to my god always making a remembrance of thee in my prayers hearing of thy charity and faith which thou hast in the lord jesus and towards all the saints that the communication of thy faith may be made evident in the acknowledgment of every good work that is in you in christ jesus for i have had great joy and consolation in thy charity because the bowels of the saints have been refreshed by thee brother wherefore though i have much confidence in christ jesus to command thee that which is to the purpose for charity's sake i rather beseech whereas thou art such a one as paul an old man and now a prisoner also of jesus christ i beseech thee for my son whom i have begotten in my bands onesimus who hath been heretofore unprofitable to thee but now is profitable both to me and thee whom i have sent back to thee and do thou receive him as my own bowels whom i would have retained with me that in thy stead he might have ministered to me in the bands of the gospel but without thy counsel i would do nothing that thy good deed might not be as it were of necessity but voluntary for perhaps he therefore departed for a season from thee that thou mightest receive him again for ever not now as a servant but instead of a servant a most dear brother especially to me but how much more to thee both in the flesh and in the lord if therefore thou count me a partner receive him as myself 
and if he hath wronged thee in anything or is in thy debt put that to my account i paul have written it with my own hand i will repay it not to say to thee that thou owest me thy own self also yea brother may i enjoy thee in the lord refresh my bowels in the lord trusting in thy obedience i have written to thee knowing that thou wilt also do more than i say but withal prepare me also a lodging for i hope that through your prayers i shall be given unto you there salute thee epaphras my fellow-prisoner in christ jesus mark aristarchus demas and luke my fellow-laborers the grace of our lord jesus christ be with your spirit amen the epistle of st paul to the hebrews st paul wrote this epistle to the christians in palestine the most part of whom being jews before their conversion they were called hebrews he exhorts them to be thoroughly converted and confirmed in the faith of christ clearly showing them the preeminence of christ's priesthood above the levitical and also the excellence of the new law above the old he commends a faith by the example of the ancient fathers and exhorts them to patience and perseverance and to remain in fraternal charity it appears from chapter thirteen that this epistle was written in italy and probably at rome about twenty-nine years after our lord's ascension hebrews chapter one god spoke of old by the prophets but now by his son who is incomparably greater than the angels god who at sundry times and in diverse manners spoke in times past to the fathers by the prophets last of all in these days hath spoken to us by his son whom he hath appointed heir of all things by whom also he made the world who being the brightness of his glory and the figure of his substance and upholding all things by the word of his power making purgation of sins sitteth on the right hand of the majesty on high footnote the figure that is the express image and most perfect resemblance making purgation that is having purged away our sins by his passion and a footnote being made so much better than the angels as he hath inherited a more excellent name than they for to which of the angels hath he said at any time thou art my son to-day i have begotten thee and again i will be to him a father and he shall be to me a son and again when he bringeth in the first begotten into the world he saith and let all the angels of god adore him and to the angels indeed he saith he that maketh his angels spirits and his ministers a flame of fire but to the son thy throne o god is for ever and ever a sceptre of justice is the sceptre of thy kingdom thou hast loved justice and hated iniquity therefore god thy god hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows and thou in the beginning o lord didst found the earth and the works of thy hands are the heavens they shall perish but thou shalt continue and they shall all grow old as a garment and as a vesture shall thou change them and they shalt be changed but thou art the selfsame and thy years shall not fail but to which of the angels said he at any time sit on my right hand until i make thy enemies thy footstool are they not all ministering spirits sent to minister for them who shall receive the inheritance of salvation hebrews chapter two the transgression of the precepts of the son of god is far more condemnable 
than of those of the old testament given by angels therefore ought we more diligently to observe the things which we have heard lest perhaps we should let them slip for if the word spoken by angels became steadfast and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation which having begun to be declared by the lord was confirmed unto us by them that heard him god also bearing them witness by signs and wonders and diverse miracles and distributions of the holy ghost according to his own will for god hath not subjected unto angels the world to come whereof we speak but one in a certain place hath testified saying what is man that thou art mindful of him or the son of man that thou visitest him thou hast made him a little lower than the angels thou hast crowned him with glory and honour and hast set him over the works of thy hands thou hast subjected all things under his feet for in that he hath subjected all things to him he left nothing not subject to him but now we see not as yet all things subject to him but we see jesus who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death crowned with glory and honour that through the grace of god he might taste death for all for it became him for whom are all things and by whom are all things who had brought many children into glory to perfect the author of their salvation by his passion footnote perfect by his passion by suffering christ was to enter into his glory luke chapter twenty four verse twenty six which the apostle here calls being made perfect end of footnote for both he that sanctifieth and they who are sanctified are all of one for which cause he is not ashamed to call them brethren saying i will declare thy name to my brethren in the midst of the church will i praise thee and again i will put my trust in him and again behold i and my children whom god hath given me therefore because the children are partakers of flesh and blood he also himself in like manner hath been partaker of the same that through death he might destroy him who had the empire of death that is to say the devil and might deliver them who through the fear of death were all their lifetime subject to servitude for nowhere doth he take hold of the angels but of the seed of abraham he taketh hold footnote nowhere doth he etc that is he never took upon him the nature of angels but that of the seed of abraham and a footnote wherefore it behooved him in all things to be made like unto his brethren that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest before god that he might be a propitiation for the sins of the people for in that wherein he himself hath suffered and been tempted he is able to succour them also that are tempted hebrews chapter three christ is more excellent than moses wherefore we must adhere to him by faith and obedience wherefore holy brethren partakers of the heavenly vocation consider the apostle and high priest of our confession jesus who is faithful to him that made him as was also moses in all his house for this man was counted worthy of greater glory than moses by so much as he that hath built the house hath greater honour than the house for every house is built by some man but he that created all things is god and moses indeed was faithful in all his house as a servant for a testimony of those things which were to be said but christ as the son in his own house which house are we if we hold fast the confidence and glory of hope unto the end wherefore as the holy ghost saith to-day if 
you shall hear his voice. Harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, in the day of temptation in the desert, where your fathers tempted me, proved and saw my works. Forty years, for which cause I was offended with this generation, and I said, They always err in heart, and they have not known my ways. As I have sworn in my wrath, if they shall enter into my rest. Take heed, brethren, lest perhaps there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief to depart from the living God. But exhort one another every day, whilst it is called to-day, that none of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. For we are made partakers of Christ, yet so, if we hold the beginning of his substance firm unto the end. While it is said to-day, if you shall hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in that provocation. For some who heard did provoke, but not all that came out of Egypt by Moses. And with whom was he offended forty years? Was it not with them that sinned? whose carcasses were overthrown in the desert? And to whom did he swear that they should not enter into his rest, but to them that were incredulous? And we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. Hebrews chapter 4 The Christian's rest, we are to enter into it through Jesus Christ. Let us fear, therefore, lest the promise being left of entering into his rest any of you should be thought to be wanting for unto us also it hath been declared in like manner as unto them but the word of hearing did not profit them not being mixed with faith of those things they heard for we who have believed shall enter into rest as he said as i have sworn in my wrath if they shall enter into my rest, and this indeed when the works from the foundation of the world were finished. For in a certain place he spoke of the seventh day thus, and God rested the seventh day from all his works. And in this place again, if they shall enter into my rest, seeing then it remaineth that some are to enter into it, and they to whom it was first preached did not enter because of unbelief. Again he limiteth a certain day, saying in David, Today, after so long a time as it is above said, Today, if you shall hear his voice, harden not your hearts. For if Jesus had given them rest, he would never have afterwards spoken of another day. Footnote Jesus joshua who in greek is called jesus and a footnote there remaineth therefore a day of rest for the people of god for he that is entered into his rest the same also hath rested from his works as god did from his let us hasten therefore to enter into that rest lest any man fall into the same example of unbelief for the word of God is living and effectual and more piercing than any two-edged sword, and reaching unto the division of the soul and the spirit of the joints also and the marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Neither is there any creature invisible in his sight, but all things are naked and open to his eyes to whom our speech is having therefore a great high priest that hath passed into the heavens jesus the son of god let us hold fast our confession for we have not a high priest who cannot have compassion on our infirmities but one tempted in all things like as we are without sin let us go therefore with confidence to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace in seasonable aid hebrews chapter five the office of a high priest 
Christ is our high priest. For every high priest taken from among men is ordained for men in the things that appertain to God, that he may offer up gifts and sacrifices for sins. Who can have compassion on them that are ignorant and that err? Because he himself also is compassed with infirmity and therefore he ought as for the people so also for himself to offer for sins neither doth any man take the honour to himself but he that is called by god as aaron was so christ also did not glorify himself that he might be made a high priest but he that said unto him thou art my son this day have i begotten thee as he saith also in another place thou art a priest for ever according to the order of melchizedek who in the days of his flesh with a strong cry and tears offering up prayers and supplications to him that was able to save him from death was heard for his reverence and whereas indeed he was the son of god he learned obedience by the things which he suffered and being consummated he became to all that obey him the cause of eternal salvation called by god a high priest according to the order of melchizedek of whom we have much to say and hard to be intelligibly uttered because you are become weak to hear for whereas for the time you ought to be masters you have need to be taught again what are the first elements of the words of god and you are become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat for every one that is a partaker of milk is unskilful in the word of justice for he is a little child but strong meat is for the perfect for them who by custom have their senses exercised to the discerning of good and evil hebrews chapter six he warns them of the danger of falling by apostasy and exhorts them to patience and perseverance wherefore leaving the word of the beginning of christ let us go on to things more perfect not laying again the foundation of penance from dead works and of faith towards god footnote the word of the beginning the first rudiments of the christian doctrine and a footnote of the doctrine of baptisms and imposition of hands and of the resurrection of the dead and of eternal judgment and this will we do if god permit for it is impossible for those who were once illuminated have tasted also the heavenly gift and were made partakers of the holy ghost footnote it is impossible etc the meaning is that it is impossible for such as have fallen after baptism to be again baptized and very hard for such as have apostatized from the faith after having received many graces to return again to the happy state from which they fell and a footnote have moreover tasted the good word of god and the powers of the world to come and are fallen away to be renewed again to penance crucifying again to themselves the son of god and making him a mockery for the earth that drinketh in the rain which cometh often upon it and bringeth forth herbs meet for them by whom it is tilled receiveth blessing from god but that which bringeth forth thorns and briars is reprobate and very near unto a curse whose end is to be burnt but my dearly beloved we trust better things of you and nearer to salvation though we speak thus for god is not unjust that we should forget your work and the love which you have shown in his name you who have ministered and do minister to the saints and we desire that every one of you show forth the same carefulness to the accomplishing of hope unto the end that you become not slothful but followers of them who through faith and patience shall inherit the promises for god 
making promises to abraham because he had no one greater by whom he might swear swore by himself saying unless blessing i shall bless thee and multiplying i shall multiply thee and so patiently enduring he obtained the promise for men swear by one greater than themselves and an oath for confirmation is the end of all their controversy wherein god meaning more abundantly to show to the heirs of the promise the immutability of his counsel interposed an oath that by two immutable things in which it is impossible for god to lie we may have the strongest comfort we who have fled for refuge to hold fast the hope set before us which we have as an anchor of the soul sure and firm and which entereth in even within the veil where the forerunner jesus is entered for us made a high priest for ever according to the order of melchizedek hebrews chapter seven the priesthood of christ according to the order of melchizedek excels the levitical priesthood and puts an end both to that and to the law for this melchizedek was king of salem priest of the most high god who met abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him to whom also abraham divided the tithes of all who first indeed by interpretation is king of justice and then also king of salem that is king of peace without father without mother without genealogy having neither beginning of days nor end of life but likened unto the son of god continueth a priest for ever footnote without father etc not that he had no father etc but that neither his father nor his pedigree nor his birth nor his death are set down in scripture now consider how great this man is to whom also abraham the patriarch gave tithes out of the principal things and indeed they are of the sons of levi who received the priesthood have a commandment to take tithes of the people according to the law that is to say of their brethren though they themselves also came out of the loins of abraham but he whose pedigree is not numbered among them received tithes of abraham and blessed him that had the promises and without all contradiction that which is less is blessed by the other and here indeed men that die receive tithes but there he hath witness that he liveth and as it may be said even levi who received tithes paid tithes to abraham for he was yet in the loins of his father when melchizedek met him if then perfection was by the levitical priesthood for under it the people received the law what further need was there that another priest should rise according to the order of melchizedek and not be called according to the order of aaron for the priesthood being translated it is necessary that a translation also be made of the law for he of whom these things are spoken is of another tribe of which no one attended on the altar for it is evident that our lord sprung out of judah in which tribe moses spoke nothing concerning priests and it is yet far more evident if according to the similitude of melchizedek there ariseth another priest who is made not according to the law of a law of a carnal commandment but according to the power of an indissoluble life for he testifieth thou art a priest for ever according to the order of melchizedek there is indeed a setting aside of the former commandment because of the weakness and unprofitableness thereof for the law brought nothing to perfection but a bringing in of a better hope by which we draw nigh to god and inasmuch as it is not without an oath for the others indeed were made priests without an oath but this 
with an oath by him that said unto him the lord hath sworn and he will not repent thou art a priest for ever by so much is jesus made a surety of a better testament and the others indeed were made many priests because by reason of death they were not suffered to continue footnote many priests etc the apostle notes this difference between the high priests of the law and our high priest jesus christ that they being removed by death made way for their successors whereas our lord jesus is a priest for ever and hath no successor but liveth and concurreth for ever with his ministers the priests of the new testament in all their functions also that no one priest of the law nor all of them together could offer that absolute sacrifice of everlasting redemption which our one high priest jesus christ has offered once and for ever but this for that he continueth for ever hath an everlasting priesthood whereby he is able also to save for ever them that come to god by him always living to make intercession for us footnote make intercession christ as man continually maketh intercession for us by representing his passion to his father and a footnote for it was fitting that we should have such a high priest holy innocent undefiled separated from sinners and made higher than the heavens who needeth not daily as the other priests to offer sacrifices first for his own sins and then for the people's for this he did once in offering himself for the law maketh men priests who have infirmity but the word of the oath which was since the law the son who is perfected for evermore hebrews chapter eight more of the excellence of the priesthood of christ and of the new testament now of the things which we have spoken this is the sum we have such an high priest who is set on the right hand of the throne of majesty in the heavens a minister of the holies and of the true tabernacle which the lord hath pitched and not man footnote the holies that is the sanctuary and a footnote for every high priest is appointed to offer gifts and sacrifices wherefore it is necessary that he also should have something to offer if then he were on earth he would not be a priest seeing that there would be others to offer gifts according to the law footnote if then he were on earth etc that is if he were not of a higher condition than the levitical order of earthly priests and had not another kind of sacrifice to offer he should be excluded by them from the priesthood and its functions which by the law were appropriated to their tribe and a footnote who serve unto the example and shadow of heavenly things as it was answered to moses when he was to finish the tabernacle see saith he that thou make all things according to the pattern which was shown thee on the mount footnote who serve unto etc the priesthood of the law and its functions were a kind of an example and shadow of what is done by christ in his church militant and triumphant of which the tabernacle was a pattern and a footnote but now he hath obtained a better ministry by how much also he is a mediator of a better testament which is established on better promises for if that former had been faultless there should not indeed a place have been sought for a second for finding fault with them he saith behold the day shall come saith the lord and i will perfect unto the house of israel and unto the house of judah a new testament not according to the testament which i made to their fathers 
on the day when I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt, because they continued not in my testament, and I regarded them not, saith the Lord. For this is the testament which I will make to the house of Israel after those days, saith the Lord. I will give my laws into their mind, and in their heart will I write them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. And they shall not teach every man his neighbor, and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for all shall know me, from the least to the greatest of them. Footnote. They shall not teach, etc. So great shall be light and grace of the New Testament, that it shall not be necessary to inculcate to the faithful the belief and knowledge of the true God, for they shall all know him. End of footnote. Because I will be merciful to their iniquities, and their sins I will remember no more. Now in saying anew, he hath made the former old, and that which decayeth and groweth old is near its end. Footnote. A new supply covenant. End of footnote. Hebrews chapter 9. The sacrifices of the law were far inferior to that of Christ. The former indeed had also justifications of divine service and a sanctuary, for there was a tabernacle made the first, wherein were the candlesticks and the table and the setting forth of loaves, which is called the holy, and after the second veil the tabernacle, which is called the holy of holies, having a golden censer and the ark of the testament covered about on every part with gold, in which was a golden pot that had manna and the rod of Aaron that had blossomed, and the tables of the testament, and over it were the cherubims of glory overshadowing the propitiatory, of which it is not needful to speak now particularly. Now these things being thus ordered into the first tabernacle, the priests indeed always entered, accomplishing the offices of sacrifices, but into the second a high priest alone once a year not without blood which he offereth for his own and the people's ignorance the holy ghost signifying this that the way into the holies was not yet made manifest whilst the former tabernacle was yet standing which is a parable of the time present according to which gifts and sacrifices are offered which cannot as to the conscience make him perfect that serveth only in meats and in drinks and divers washings and justices of the flesh laid on them until the time of correction footnote of correction that is when christ should correct and settle all things and a footnote but christ being come an high priest of the good things to come by a greater and more perfect tabernacle not made with hand that is not of this creation neither by the blood of goats or of calves but by his own blood entered once into the holies having obtained eternal redemption footnote eternal redemption by that one sacrifice of his blood once offered on the cross christ our lord paid and exhibited once for all the general price and ransom of all mankind which no other priest could do. And a footnote. For if the blood of goats and of oxen, and the ashes of a heifer being sprinkled, sanctify such as are defiled to the cleansing of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who by the Holy Ghost offered himself unspotted unto God, cleanse our conscience from dead works to serve the living God? And therefore he is the mediator of the new testament that by means of his death for the redemption of those transgressions which were under the former testament they that are called may receive the promise of eternal inheritance for where there is a testament the death of the testator must of necessity come in for a testament is of force after men are dead 
otherwise it is yet of no strength whilst the testator liveth whereupon neither was the first indeed dedicated without blood for when every commandment of the law had been read by moses to all the people he took the blood of calves and goats with water and scarlet wool and hyssop and sprinkled both the book itself and all the people saying this is the blood of the testament which god hath enjoined unto you the tabernacle also and all the vessels of the ministry in like manner he sprinkled with blood and almost all things according to the law are cleansed with blood and without shedding of blood there is no remission it is necessary therefore that the patterns of heavenly things should be cleansed with these but the heavenly things themselves with better sacrifices than these for jesus is not entered into the holies made with hands the patterns of the true but into heaven itself that he may appear now in the presence of god for us nor yet that he should offer himself often as the high priest entereth into the holies every year with the blood of others footnote offer himself often christ shall never more offer himself in sacrifice in that violent painful and bloody manner nor can there be any occasion for it since by that one sacrifice upon the cross he has furnished the full ransom redemption and remedy for all the sins of the world but this hinders not that we may offer him daily in the sacred mysteries in an unbloody manner for the daily application of that one sacrifice of redemption to our souls and a footnote for then he ought to have suffered often from the beginning of the world but now once at the end of ages he hath appeared for the destruction of sin by the sacrifice of himself and as it is appointed unto men once to die and after this the judgment so also christ was offered once to exhaust the sins of many the second time he shall appear without sin to them that expect him unto salvation footnote to exhaust that is to empty or draw out to the very bottom by a plentiful and perfect redemption End of footnote. hebrews chapter ten because of the insufficiency of the sacrifices of the law christ our high priest shed his own blood for us offering up once for all the sacrifice of our redemption he exhorts them to perseverance for the law having a shadow of the good things to come not the very image of the things by the selfsame sacrifices which they offer continually every year can never make the comers thereunto perfect for then they would have ceased to be offered because the worshippers once cleansed should have no conscience of sin any longer footnote they would have ceased if they had been of themselves perfect to all the intents of redemption and remission as christ's death is there would have been no occasion of so often repeating them as there is no occasion for christ's dying any more for our sins and a footnote but in them there is made a commemoration of sins every year for it is impossible that with the blood of oxen and goats sin should be taken away wherefore when he cometh into the world he saith sacrifice and oblation thou wouldst not but a body thou hast fitted to me holocausts for sin did not please thee then said i behold i come in the head of the book it is written of me that i should do thy will o god in saying before sacrifices and oblations and holocausts for sin thou wouldst not neither are they pleasing to thee which are offered according to the law then said i behold i come to do thy will o god he taketh away the first that he may establish that which followeth 
in the which will we are sanctified by the oblation of the body of jesus christ once and every priest indeed standeth daily ministering and often offering the same sacrifices which can never take away sins but this man offering one sacrifice for sins for ever sitteth on the right hand of god from henceforth expecting until his enemies be made his footstool for by one oblation he hath perfected for ever them that are sanctified and the holy ghost also doth testify this to us for after that he said and this is the testament which i will make unto them after those days saith the lord i will give my laws in their hearts and on their minds will i write them and their sins and iniquities i will remember no more now where there is a remission of these there is no more an oblation for sin footnote there is no more an oblation for sin where there is a full remission of sins as in baptism there is no more occasion for a sin offering to be made for such sins already remitted and as for sins committed afterwards they can only be remitted in virtue of the one oblation of christ's death and a footnote having therefore brethren a confidence in the entering into the holies by the blood of christ a new and living way which he hath dedicated for us through the veil that is to say his flesh and a high priest over the house of god let us draw near with a true heart in fullness of faith having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with clean water let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering for he is faithful that hath promised and let us consider one another to provoke unto charity and to good works not forsaking our assembly as some are accustomed but comforting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching for if we sin wilfully after having the knowledge of the truth there is now left no sacrifice for sins footnote if we sin wilfully he speaks of the sin of wilful apostasy from the known truth after which as we cannot be baptized again we cannot expect to have that abundant remission of sins which christ purchased by his death applied to our souls in that ample manner as it is in baptism but we have rather all manner of reason to look for a dreadful judgment the more because apostates from the known truth seldom or never have the grace to return to it and a footnote but a certain dreadful expectation of judgment and the rage of a fire which shall consume the adversaries a man making void the law of moses dieth without any mercy under two or three witnesses how much more do you think he deserveth worse punishments who hath trodden under foot the son of god and hath esteemed the blood of the testament unclean by which he was sanctified and hath offered an affront to the spirit of grace for we know him that hath said vengeance belongeth to me and i will repay and again the lord shall judge his people it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living god but call to mind the former days wherein being illuminated you endured a great fight of afflictions and on the one hand indeed by reproaches and tribulations were made a gazing stock and on the other became companions of them that were used in such sort for you both had compassion on them that were in bands and took with joy the being stripped of your own goods knowing that you have a better and a lasting substance do not therefore lose your confidence 
which hath a great reward for patience is necessary for you that doing the will of god you may receive the promise for yet a little and a very little while and he that is to come will come and will not delay but my just man liveth by faith but if he withdraw himself he shall not please my soul but we are not the children of withdrawing unto perdition but of faith to the saving of the soul end of section twenty